Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. I am truly hopeful that nobody who is listening right now is going to hear this topic and say, oh yeah, that was my day. Because today is generally considered D-Day, I am told, I read. Divorce day. Lawyers say, many lawyers say that the number of people who seek out their help to begin the proceedings is highest the first business day, the first working day after the Christmas holidays. Which I guess makes some sense. You've been (laughs) with this person now for a bunch of days and you can't take it anymore. Although why would it be this day opposed to any other day? I don't know. I want to bring in... Tracy Miller, she is not only a, uh, a lawyer who specializes in these kind of things, she is also the co-host of the Divorce Solutions Podcast. She does that with Jamie West. It's a, uh, if, if this is something that you are working through, uh, it is an excellent listen to, uh, to help you with that. Tracy, thanks for doing this today. Thanks for having me, Scott. Have you ever heard of Divorce Day before? I have not until, uh, until I was talking to you. I, it makes sense, but no, I hadn't heard of it before. So it, when you say it makes sense and you sort of, if, if even if no one has walked in and said, you know what, Tracy, I need your help today because today is divorce day, so let's get this going. As you think about this, is this time of year a busy time for this kind of thing? Yeah, I think it is. I think um, there's certainly people that, you know, you talk to several months before and they want to just put it off. They don't want to disrupt the holidays, especially if they have kids and families and, you know, they just don't want to do it then, but definitely there's cases I've had that people have put it on hold and said, you know, we're going to, we're going to move ahead with it in January, but I just want to put it on hiatus till then. I was talking to someone on the show a couple of weeks ago, and it was about statistics that seemed to show that Canada was doing better at marriage, that we were having fewer divorces. Now the, the, the person who came on said, yeah, those stats aren't really telling because the reason our numbers are way down is because way fewer people are getting married. So therefore you're going to have way fewer divorces, but relatively speaking, the percentages are about the same. Uh, Do you share that? Are are the percentages about the same or have we figured this out a little better? You know, I took a look before I knew I was going to talk to you today. And and I think, um, I think maybe it has declined a little, but I, I think the explanation that there's an awful lot of people that live together and when you're a divorce lawyer, you do a lot of uh, separations where people haven't gotten married. So not really a reflection of how many people split, um, because there's a lot of people that end up retaining family law lawyers and, and resolving their issues that just never get married, right? I, 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 I admit that this is kind of depressing, although you have to deal with it every day, but are, a higher percentage of people who you deal with who are just common law who are splitting up or higher percentage who are married and splitting up? Um, You know, offhand, I would say it's maybe a little more people that are married, but there's a lot of cases you deal with that are common law. Um, Yeah, and and that's definitely over the last, I don't know, five, ten years has certainly increased, I think. But, yeah, we see a lot of people that are cohabs or that are you know, slang for living together. Mm-hmm. One of the suggestions was that uh, in going back to this discussion I had with this other person a little while back, um, was that we had a spike in divorces when the it became a lot easier 
to to get divorced in this country, and then it sort of got back to its normal level. Is is it easy? Is it too easy to get divorced in this country now? Is it too easy to just cut the ties, and therefore you don't need to try to work through the issues? Or is it the proper degree of difficulty, or is it too tough? Well, I'll tell you, I don't think it's too easy, and I and I can tell you why. I mean, you can. If you've been a year separate and apart, you can process a divorce, and you don't need any more than that. But I think in and of itself, for most of the people that I see, it's just not an easy process for them, right? So the fact that you can get a divorce within a year and you don't have to prove adultery, you don't have to prove cruelty, you don't have to kind of you know, go into the worst issues in family law and, and go through all of that just to get divorced, um, I think is a good thing. But, you know, I don't, it's certainly not easy for people. But how many people do that and how many people end up in, and I know this is partially what your podcast talks about, how many people end up in absolutely crushing, bankrupting court fights that just ruin both sides? Well, you know, the last stats I looked at, I think it's over 60% of people, at least in family court now, are self-reps. And I think that speaks to the fact that people just aren't, can't afford to have expensive legal battles anymore, nor should they, I guess. Um, the number that devolved into that kind of crushing litigation, in my experience, there aren't often that many of them. There's an awful lot of people that would start a court action and then they resolve it, right? The, the vast majority of cases that end up in the court system resolve before they ever do the big glossy trials that you see in TV. Because they because they sort of get a, a burst of maturity or because they see what it's going to cost them and say, this just doesn't make any sense? I think it's both. I think that, I think it's a process, right? I think you can have people, because when they separate, in my experience, there'll be one client who's made up their mind, they've made the decision. The other person may be lagging six months or a year behind them in the whole process because there's a whole process that they go through. And sometimes I think people start into court as a reaction, right? They can't deal with it. They don't want to be separated, and they just kind of turtle and don't want to deal with it. And then people are left with, you know, if I want to move this ahead, this is the only thing I've got to do is start a court action, right? I think that's how a lot of them get started, is that people are just at different stages. So does that mean that we have more people today who are acquiescing almost to the idea that, well, this is going to happen, so let's just do it? Or are there still a lot of angry people who just are picking for a fight just to make their point or just to stick it to their partner because they just can't stand them anymore? I think there's a lot of people that are angry, right? I mean, a lot of times you deal with clients that are angry, and I think that if those people kind of get catapulted into the court system, that's the ones that get ugly, right? Because it's an acrimonious adversarial system. And if you're angry to start with, it's just not a good place for you to be. Um, But the hope is, and that's what our podcast is, the hope is people will realize you just don't have to go that route, right? You really don't. You're not going to like it. It will cost you a lot of time, money, and energy to do it that way. And I think people, because it's accessible, it's online, I think people are starting to realize you just don't have to do it that way, and it doesn't benefit you. Right. I mean, there's some cases should be in the court system, but I think they're few and far between. All right, so you've got the podcast. You talk about this. Your your law firm, your website talks. It's Miller Law and Mediation. You, you've got this business built up. You've got this specialty where you are helping people to avoid that stuff. But I also have to believe that there are... I'm not I'm not throwing lawyers under the bus en masse here, but there are some lawyers who say, oh, you know what, this can be pretty lucrative if we can make this thing drag out and get ugly. 
You know, I think it's like any profession. I think there's, in my opinion, people that are good at it, and there's people that aren't. And there's obviously some lawyers that maybe that's their motivation. Um, I think you will find in family law there's an awful lot of lawyers that don't want to do it that way. You're always going to have sharks, right? You're always going to have people that, you know, say, if you want to go to court, away we go. Here's how much it's going to cost you, and, and off we go. But I don't honestly think the majority of family law lawyers really want to do it that way. And I don't know if we got to run. I don't know if you can answer this question, but um, I've not been down this path, thankfully. I don't intend to go down this path. If you got into a big court fight now, what does that cost in 2023? Um, you know, start to finish, one that's going to run through a trial? Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, easily over a hundred grand from start to finish. E- easily. Per because, side? Yeah, for wow. sure. I mean, I've read one where it was, uh, it was a decision and it was two weeks long and I think it was like $200,000 a side that they had spent because you have to appreciate when you start going to trial, that alone, if that's a couple of weeks, is going to tick along at three, four, five thousand dollars a day, right? And then you've got two years leading up to that. This is what people don't understand is you get into that system, you really need to have a solid understanding of just how much it's going to cost you. It's, wow. it's incredible the cost. Uh, that is uh, Tracy Miller. You can find her website, miller-law.ca. You can uh, listen to the website, Divorce Solutions. You can find that wherever you find your great podcast. Uh, whatever that means, go find it there. Uh, Tracy, really appreciate the time today. Thanks for doing this. Thanks so much, Scott. Uh, it is uh, it is kind of a bleak topic, I understand. Not exactly how we love to start the new year, but that's what's... They say that this is the day. This is the number one day for people beginning that process. Hope that's not you. Pray that's not you. The Scott Radley Show. Weekday evenings from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML.